I was gonna ask if you wanted us to also have like audio rolling, like an Audacity or something like that. But that would be great. But like the last time I tried to render, it took forever. But you can. I'd appreciate it. Um, the only thing I I do is send to you. (laughs) I just do noise reduction because you know how that is, um, and then add a little bit of bass. I think we all have the same microphones. So we should be fine. Pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we all use we all have blue snowballs, I think. <laughs> God out of context, that sounds great. <laughs> Craig was recording. <laughs> oh, my God. oh shit, excuse me, where's my water? <laughs> so so we're making great strides in the podcast we've been actively developing what the next installment will look like uh you want to give us a sneak peek blue snowballs So somehow we got picked up for a second episode. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. Yes, but we're here now, and uh, we are live. And welcome back to the Animators Assembled Podcast Round Two. Hello, I'm Project Four Twenty Two Films, and I'm Stealthabot. Today we are joined by none other than the War TV Fourteen. Hey, uh, do stop motions. Um, I animate. I composite, I do a lot of stuff, trying to get into 3D, but uh, that's still a little hit or miss, but um, yeah, thanks for having me on, you guys. Absolutely. TV 14, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Thank you for Thank you for popping in as the first guest on our shit show. I hope this doesn't, I hope this doesn't tank your career, too. Nah, nah, <laughs> you're good. It's, it's, it's good to be here and, uh, and, and hang with you guys for a little minute. Took us a while to get things rolling, but uh, we might as well just jump in because we were talking for a, like a good like hour and a half about a bunch of stuff that could have made for quality podcast <laughs> material already. Like we were talking about different editing tips and tricks. We were talking about mm. things that bug us and um, movies in terms of like quality, color grading, uh, resolution. All of that, we could have recorded like two podcasts already, but no, here <laughs> we are just trying to put something, it, it's because we're on the spot. It's because we actually mm-hmm. are recording something now that all of a sudden it's not worthwhile, but um, <laughs> hopefully it will be soon enough. But yeah, let's dive into the nitty and the gritty, shall we? Um, so this time we have an outline. We uh, do. Progress. <laughs> I mean. That's better than the last episode. I mean, right? what, what was that quote from Parasite? Uh, you know, the best kind of plan is no plan or something. Because I wholeheartedly <laughs> disagree, and I think that forty-minute podcast would disagree with you too. Um, we have an actual outline that we're going to be going with, and I think the editor will be putting up little titles so you can follow along with the topics and the talking points. This isn't just like a general overview on things where we're mentioning a bunch of different things. There is an actual like we do have little things that we're going to be talking about over the course of this recording sesh. Uh, so yeah, hopefully that will help. If you guys have any other suggestions after listening through to this podcast, you can reach out to us in the comment section or in our DM on Instagram. We would love to hear your thoughts. But um, one last note before we begin. Thank you all so much for the support on episode one. 
I did not expect that whatsoever. I thought that would be a one and done, like no one would give a crap. But nah, here we are, round two. Um, you guys made this happen. So that's really cool. This this couldn't have been done without all of you. And um, I really appreciate just how well received this actually was. And I'm looking forward to uh, what we can do going forward. Um, so yeah, with that said, let's talk about um, starting points, right? So in any when it comes to doing anything creative you need to have the idea it's like what nick fury says in the avengers uh there was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people with stop motion and with content creation with anything like that in in this kind of creative space you need to find motivation and inspiration in order to actually do something or make something that's that's the baseline if you don't have that then there's nowhere for you to really go from there so the first thing that I really want to talk about is the motivation to create in the first place and what are our personal motivations for us as creators. Um, Marty Scorsese, uh, the iconic filmmaker, <laughs> he talks about the fact in his like masterclass promo how um, he, he thinks that filmmaking, uh, there are some people who just want to create films like to get famous or to make a quick buck but for him it's like he has this need this desire this drive to make things uh like a pure passion of self-expression a compulsive fundamental need um but some people also do it to grow a portfolio build a career profile some people do it to be part of something like networking or making friends and then some people just have this need to prove <laughs> naysayers and doubters wrong and overcome their own insecurity and then there's also the people who need to justify their crippling plastic crack addiction uh you know buying a buying overpriced action figures aka just articulated dolls um boredom hobby so i talked about a whole bunch of things here but the long story short of it what is your personal motivation as a creator and this is to uh both warren and daniel and then i'll talk about mine oh i go first i thought you can it's i'm just being courteous that's it oh, oh like wow okay wow i'm like <laughs> oh welcome to the war tv 14 podcast and i'm so honored to no, <laughs> no, um, no. i guess personal motivation would be how i just i, I love doing what i i do you know it's it's it, it was a passion of mine ever since i was a little kid and by little kid, I mean like age eight, age nine. Mm. And I was always one to tell stories. And I love telling stories. I might have failed every other uh, uh, class when I was younger, except for writing and anything creative. And so I think it's just a matter of me loving the entire process of it all. And stop motion is just one of the outlets to do that. From creative writing, actually executing it with filming. And yes, uh, uh, fulfilling the need to buy six-inch pieces of plastic that are really well-decorated. Um, but it's just, it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's something that I love doing. And it, it, to, to, bring, to bring that uh, vision to other people, it, it's, it's, it's also nice to share. You know, I, I love doing that. And I hope other people might find a reason to love it as well. Well said. Yeah. Your that's... move, Warren. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it, it's, it, it's, 
I, I believe it's just about the same for um for Danny and I as far as um having similarities in the upbringing and um outlook on art and how I, I call it art. A lot of people tease me about it, but it, it, it it's cinema. a form of art. It's cinema, it is right. So when I first started messing and and creating stories and stuff with toys, I was two and three years old having expensive fifteen twenty dollar figures and creating universe expansive stories that I wish I could tell here but would probably infringe on some people's copyright but neither here nor there it's 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 one of those things where you get enthralled in it and you want to do your best to create stories that you would like to see and I wanted to do that at a larger scale so I started out watching YouTube videos seeing different creators and stuff and seeing finally seeing the um the first person that brought me into stop motion as far as being motivated to actually start it and do it was uh patrick voivin i believe uh, he's french canadian so i don't know how to say his name exactly but that's as close as you're gonna get to uh me saying it remotely correctly yeah <laughs> so I, I saw uh jazz versus the general lee uh transformers stop motion and um asked how how it was done asked my mom how it was done oh computer language got me into coding for a minute like a good two to three months of coding trying to figure out into doing stop motion until going back and watching the video over and over and over again until i went to the description and he had the behind the scenes video and broke down the entire process of stop motion in i think about three to eight minutes something like that and I said, that's what I'm going to do. I want to do that for the rest of my life. And looked at uh, all the other movies that I've seen beforehand, Nightmare Before Christmas, James and the Giant Peach, other stop motion movies. I think Corpse Bride was the newest one that was out when I got into it. And then just from there, just trying to do it with the iPod and the iPod Nano, not the iPod Touch. The iPod Nano taking one to two second videos and moving the car the toy cars and using toilet paper for the smoke and burnout of the cars and uh in camera roll just being able to scroll through it real fast and actually make stop motion even though i couldn't upload it that was still my introduction to doing stop motion in the ways the closest way that i could do it at that time and it's just grown from there over the years and being able to do it and staying motivated by seeing people in the community watching movies um having one-on-ones like this and actually getting insight on what drives other people and just using that as the fuel for the fire you know so that's that's what i've been doing i love that uh i just want to get started off the bat by saying that <laughs> i love that answer i was put to shame i was put to shame you you challenged warren to say you, you said top that and, and he did just top that <laughs> and now i feel bad job. that i didn't like start out like when i was reading the question i probably should have started out by saying like oh this is mine because i feel like i'm kind of bringing it full circle and piggybacking off of him a little bit um with my answer uh, i mentioned in the beginning that um you could do this to express pure passion or a compulsive need to tell stories to grow a portfolio build a career network and make friends establish community uh to increase self-achievement <laughs> and fulfillment or overcome insecurity, proving doubters wrong or excuse or compensate for 
plastic crack figure mm. addictions or just having it as a hobby. I think my answer is all of the above in that. Um, similar to Warren, um, I found stop motion through YouTube. Like I, I watched videos and I didn't know how they did it, but I wanted to do it. And leading into this, I always kind of had this desire to be a storyteller. I would pretend to write like great American novels. I would pretend like I was already a big like, shot uh, making movies. And I was <laughs> like, I would draw, I would draw these oh, little like fake DVD and VHS <laughs> covers. Dude, I love that. Like, of my movies and i would like write synopses for my movies i love like, that dude i did that too you know what's funny i think i remember you sending me one of your drawn covers i might have yeah i did the same thing and and uh i saw that you drew the barcode i did draw the barcode <laughs> <laughs> and i did I would the draw exact the DVD, same thing the vhs the barcode <laughs> i would do the like the cast listing the summary uh, all of it, like the studio vanity logo at the time. Like I, I committed. <laughs> that was it, dude. It was on. But shelves. before I even knew how to do stop motion filmmaking, I wanted to be a filmmaker, and I would have these little crappy point and shoot cameras, and I would try to mimic it with my action figures, like my Shark Boy and Lava Girl McDonald's toys, or my Power Rangers, like trying to just like take like two second video clips mm-hmm. and just play them in the camera roll mm-hmm. on the little point and shoot camera. And then I learned about YouTube and how they did this photo by photo process and like how you take pictures instead of videos and then you can make it look like they're moving on their own and then you can add all these effects and do all these things. And I just had this desire to tell stories and this was the easiest way to do it. And because I had all these figures and I had all these characters I wanted to tell stories about that I just had this drive and need to want to do it. And on top of that, I had a lot of people in my, like I was bullied. For years, I had a lot of people saying, oh, you're never going to make it. Like, oh, you're not going to, this doesn't matter. This is like, you're playing with toys in front of a camera. So I had a lot of that kind of like negativity going into different things, like trying to be a creative and trying to be positive about myself. I had a lot of doubt and a lot of insecurity. So having this outlet for sharing my own creativity, my own vision, and tell these stories I would love to tell if I had the opportunity to do so on a much larger scale all of that pushed me into wanting to make films in any way I could. And that's my goal in life. I don't necessarily care what the outlet is, whether it be online content or big studio content, miniseries, original streaming shows, or big budget like films or network broadcast TV shows. I don't really care where I end up as long as I'm creating content of some kind and getting to create and perform and express myself in that way and stop motion is the most accessible Mm -hmm. i'd say it's the most it's not easy but it's the most intuitive way to do that because you don't need to have a lot of people in your immediate life to count on you can kind of just reach out to people on like through the internet you have all these Mm -hmm. figures that could be different characters there are plenty of ways that you could get by without needing anybody else to help you along the way And who knows, if you have that motive to go into it and make stuff, you could end up getting those people who can help you more so. Like, if I didn't start doing stop motion way back when, I wouldn't be here right now talking to uh, Daniel and Warren. And Mm. if they didn't do this either, then none of us would be here right now. We wouldn't have our friendships. We wouldn't have all of this experience and passion and joy. We would just have all this creativity and nowhere to put it. So for me, that's my 
like all that's kind of my motivation. It's a hobby. It's a way for me to grow talent and experience being a better filmmaker, uh, fulfilling that need to tell stories, justify my expenses with figures, <laughs> lots of them. Uh, it's kind of all of the above. And I feel very fulfilled. I feel very proud. I was able, I was able to overcome some of the darkest moments in my life. I was able to overcome some of the scariest, most depressing, anxious, uh, all of those negative sort of reinforcements throughout my life, I was able to kind of overcome some of that because I had this community, because mm. I had this drive, because I had these creations that I made. No one could take that away from me or anybody else. When you create something like this, that's yours. No one could say, oh, you didn't put in that time and effort, that blood, sweat, and tears. It's mm. there. It's tangible. Mm. You did that. And that's really cool. Damn. So, yeah, that's. The passion was just like pouring out of me. Jesus yeah, God, no, like, that's like, oh, no, that was good. Like, that was good. Yeah, it was, and like that's what I love about creating stuff that you want to make. There is no standard to uphold. There is no expectation to meet. You just kind of have it because it's birthed out of your ideas. But it's not like you have to follow a guideline because you're offering this to everyone else out of pure passion. It's not like, oh no, I gotta follow set rules to to make what I got to make. You're not run by anyone. No one's controlling your every move. Th this is this is who you are on paper as much as it is on screen. And so when you do produce something like that, it's great to know and it's important to know that that's 100% honest and 100% that content creator. And it's also nice because you don't have studio mandates over your head mm. you don't have any like like you said expectations you don't have any like rules and guidelines you can develop your own style and do whatever the hell you want really and that's the beauty of it you can kind of hone in on your talents and as long as you have the means and whatever you consider to be the means you can just go for it yeah. like i mean for me i put a lot of pressure on myself and i know daniel does too i know warren does too all three of us are very much like we nitpick over the little <laughs> things and we're like, that, that flight stand or like, oh, that, that chroma one, key. That <laughs> one speckle of dust on the action figure that no one will care about when they watch the video. But you will oh, never one, unsee that it. That one blemish and oh no, the figure's not looking straight into the lens. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, it's blurry for that one frame. All oh, the lighting, like there's so many things to nitpick. It's like, or you could be that guy where it's like, oh, I don't have dioramas. Therefore, I can't do this or that. Like, Mm. Oh, I, I don't have green screen or, oh, I don't have proper video editing mm. software or a good camera. You could do, and almost everybody, like, I mean, I, I'm a little bit more old fashioned. And I think Daniel and Warren are too. We all use cameras, even though I also use a phone and Warren sometimes uses a phone um, for filming certain little things. But we tend to use cameras. We use uh, computer video editing software, green screen, dioramas whenever possible. Uh try to get in scale props like i just invested in the slambulance and slammobile just because they existed and i'm like i need that <laughs> but you don't really need any of that if you have a story sometimes the limitations and this is a beauty uh this is the beauty about filmmaking too uh if you go to college for filmmaking or if you go to film school everyone will tell you this limitations can help you grow your product into something more the limitations can help you refine something and make it more incredible. The fact that you're able to find workarounds for something that might be an obstacle initially, it turns out to be something you didn't expect to be as cool as it turned out to be. Like if a shot is um, overexposed, 
And then it looks like, in my personal example, I shot a film where a character died and their death scene would be like, it was super washed out. The image was very bright. But it was like, oh, that's the afterlife. The character's mm. dead. That's like, that. that's what it looks like. It's kind of like a nice little hint at that. Or mm. like, oh, you got the uh, shutter speed wrong on a camera and everything looks really choppy. But if you're doing a running scene, it's like, oh, it looks really like, uh, like it looks like really crisp and sharp and really shaky. Like it mm. adds to the adrenaline of the scene like you might have those happy accidents that come out of the limitations of things like oh you don't have a set you have to work with a green screen maybe you can use interesting lighting tricks or different images for the background or 3d models for the background Mm -hmm. there are little workarounds oh you don't have a um a 112 scale van use a hot wheels or a matchbox (laughs) which is what we did for under the dark right so there's a bunch of different things that you could do on top of that that can further fuel that motivation nothing is really impossible you can kind of just like go for it and if it doesn't turn out the way you hoped maybe there's a lesson learned maybe you can do better next time maybe maybe there's a second attempt waiting for you maybe you need to try something different maybe do some fixing and you grow from that so all of that can kind of fuel the motivation and sort of stoke the fan uh stoke the uh fires of passion in your craft and i think that's really wonderful Touching on the idea of creators trying to, like you said, fuel something, there's always going to be a, a a gold standard. <laughs> it's going to become a meme now, but like, there's always something to reach. What right? are the gold? <laughs> we are clearly not the gold standard. <laughs> the bronze standard. We're the bronze standard. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like when you're trying to make something. There's always, yeah, you are your own personal creator, but there's always going to be that that roadblock that uh, prevents you from making the best thing that you possibly could ever make in your eyes because you're always going to have thoughts about what you just made. Like, there are always going to be people who point out the the missteps or, or the, the flaws in, in, in their art, even though it might not be so bad. And yeah, it's easy to say that it's, a, it's the best thing that you're going to be able to make for now, People are always going to be hard on themselves, and I find that one of the hardest things to get out of is a mindset of, I can't do this, and a mindset of, this isn't going to work out, so let me just scrap it all together. And I, I wanted to touch on kind of giving up, because we've all, we've all reached that point before where we're just mm-hmm. like, this sucks, it's taken forever. The, I, I know that it's as, it's as good as it's going to be right now, but it's still not good enough. And you put yourself in a box and you keep yourself in that corner. But I wanted to know from both of your perspectives, uh, Warren, obviously going first, because you just the majority of 2020 and I don't want to like put you on the spot. It was just kind of you not being able to do something, not because of a lack of motivation, but because you literally couldn't do it. But I wouldn't also be surprised to hear about the stories that you have regarding how you took yourself out of the, the stop motion community in the sense mm-hmm. because there is just not enough motivation or passion there. Mm-hmm. It's easy to fan the flame of uh, discouragement and it's easy to become easily become unmotivated. So when you're in a position like that, what do you do and how was it getting out of it as opposed to just essentially staying there? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's one of those things where like on paper or in your everyday conversations, it'll go over like, oh, I would do this, this, and this, and I'll just allocate time to that, and it'll be all good, and then I'll be ready to jump back in it with no type of downfalls or, or hiccups along the way. 
it's completely different from you actually experiencing it and going through it that would literally stop you from ever wanting to touch it again i was i had i had a a, a huge hiccup uh, uh a few months ago and i wasn't able to shoot at all not like oh no it was it was something that i just didn't feel like shooting or i didn't have the right tag or anything like that i literally could not shoot so what i did was which in hindsight was a good plan but i could have done it a lot better i could have executed it and stated what was going on a lot better without getting too deep into what happened but um i completely left the stop motion community behind for a good three to four months because seeing i that that's one thing that i will never run out of as long as this community stands and creates interesting ideas and and stories and just things that you would love to see in a movie that just doesn't hit the mark and it's expanded on in a something that was very small in a movie or a game or a tv show and you're able to expand on that and get the best out of that small idea or a change from a small idea in a movie or film or TV show or game and expand on it. I've seen it countless times about this community. And that's what caused me to want to leave because it, it caused me to feel disappointed in myself and to be pretty much burned out of all creativity because seeing these great ideas, these great animations, these great stories expanded upon over the course of three four months it just left me feeling like i couldn't like usually compare yourself to other people in a in a non-envious light just like oh man i wish i could do that oh that was a dope shot i would love to do that myself but i didn't feel like i could measure up and create good content not even like oh my stuff is better than theirs or anything like that but being able to create good content with your ideas and your and your abilities and feeling as though I couldn't measure up and do those things. The simple thing is even uploading a video. It it hurt me more than anything to not be able to sit and watch and enjoy everyone else's content because I didn't have the ability to do it myself. And in order for me to, once everything settled out and, and settled down, I was able to get back into it. I just, I, I had a small idea, ran into a, a friend of mine, came up with an idea, a small one, and just for a good two weeks, just binge watched everybody's videos, different stories, comedy, scary, thriller, action, uh, just any genre that you can think of because stop motion is a medium. It's not a genre in it of itself it is a medium you can do anything you want with it and the amount of stories and and sequences that i saw within the community and outside of the community because i i i've been out of touch with the community for a minute and this year and moving forward that's not going to happen ever again i've seen i subscribed to i think 30 different animators within the last final days of 2020 and i have not been disappointed in my subscription I've been trying to speak with these animators and what keeps them motivated and what keeps them inspired over these 
trying times, but being able to witness and experience the amount of heart and time and dedication that goes into everybody else's videos and their films and their series is what really jump started me into getting back into it. And it, it's it was like playing games are cool, watching movies are cool, but being able to outreach and and put hands on somebody else's video and their method of animating and getting insight on what they do and how they animate it it just opens your mind and your eyes to a whole new world and that's just it's it's been a blessing man i kind of get that i kind of like me i can relate to that a little bit and i think daniel can too um just the idea of like for whatever reasons it may be you're just unable to whether they be like circumstances within the environment that you're in or whether they be maybe mental roadblocks um, or anything along those lines, just not being able to create and seeing a whole bunch of other people still have their ability to create. It's mm. as a creator, it's wonderful to see other people do that, but it's also a little, like, I can understand why it's a little bit rough to see other people create. And you're like, why? Like, I wish I could, like, I wish that there was something that like I could do right now for whatever reason that might be stopping you Mm -hmm. um it it, it definitely uh getting back was pretty much flawless because seeing everybody else's videos and their their works really inspired me like by a thousand percent and it's it, it was it was like i didn't miss a beat and being able to be inspired to see the amount of stories and whatnot that went on over the past few months that i had missed it was definitely really cool to see the 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 real extent of what people could do in in uh in these times in these situations so it was definitely a blessing to see yeah and on the flip side of that it's kind of yeah it at first losing motivation is is easier than putting stuff out you know but you have people who crank out content constantly as if they're they're a machine and it's really impressive but for us who who have these work ethics that kind of they're <laughs> they're they're stretched out in a span of months maybe even years 5 years to be exact on my end um what gets you going to kind of, I want Michael to touch on this too but like because you're working on a couple of things as we speak, but before that, I wanted to know like what brings you out of feeling like there's no way out of like you said mental roadblocks and feeling and feeling like there, there's nothing to this. Like, what do you tap into? The good way to put this would be burnout, essentially. Whether it be whether this be like in the middle of idea or before you even approach an idea or after you've already gone through like almost the entire process of something. And then you're like at the, like the gates on the other side. It's one of those things where it's like, how do you, how do you overcome that feeling of like being tired or not being good enough or the work that you've done might not being good enough. That might be a good way to sum that up. Right, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. So in order for me, cause I, suffered from uh creator's block uh a few times and um over the years i've tried different methods and 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 ways to get myself out of it because it's 
in trying to stay motivated and and and, and create and not feeling as though it could be it could be a little bit better it could be a little bit tighter i if if i'm not feeling it i will not do any animation that day or that week it's it's happened and it continues to happen i will overanalyze and overshoot the same two seconds of animation for a good three and four days before i get it right to where i feel as though it's to the best of my abilities at this moment in time and what i do is if i'm ever if i'm ever feeling down i'll just not touch it because if i try to force myself to create something and i'm not in the right headspace for it i will i'll do more damage than good by trying to do something and trying to to animate to the best of my abilities in that in that rut and it never turns out the way that you envision it and it'll leave you more feeling down in the dumps in the later half of it because uh i I had a few projects going in i had infinity war i had i think a hulk series uh web of destiny i had a few i had a few different projects that i was just going to blow through because i had a new way of animating and, and editing and getting stuff done and in those times where i thought i could be able to just sit down lock yourself in a room try and animate 10 seconds if you can't animate 10 seconds don't do it because if you because i'm able to analyze over analyze to an extent and see what works and what doesn't work and if it's not to the 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 standard that i I think we all put ourselves to certain standards, but like to a to a harsh standard to where every little thing, every little aspect of the the process doesn't measure up. You just won't touch it or you just won't feel as though, oh, I'll I'll be sitting on this for two years and never release it due to you not feeling as though you could measure up to your own uh judgment on what what would not be your best if that's the the best way to put it but like in in the middle in the middle is when i will feel the worst about trying to get a project done like you're in the swing of it you've gotten six minutes or seven minutes worth of stuff animated and you're at the middle and it doesn't really feel as though there's a an exit there's the walls are closing in around you you you're just tired you're fed up and the best thing to do for for me at least for my experience i've just stepped away played a video game watched some anime watched some tv watch a movie anything to 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 get you hyped in into the, the 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 motions of wanting to create because you've witnessed great stories or great actions or just anything that you can pull from it even if it was the music or the score from that from that thing or that medium that you just consume content from it it just leaves you with uh like a like a like a jolt it 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 really it really invigorates you to go out and do your version of your thing right then and there so that's that's what i had to do mm-hmm. even with the last project that i did um uh episode 1 of my superior spider-man series i was just in a rut and it was like i was just about finished 
with the first episode, but it was I, I was left in a funk. I couldn't get out of it. I couldn't shake it because I, I tried to force myself to enemy. I tried to force myself to get something done, rework the script, rework the audio or, or try to reshoot the lines, anything like that to try and stay motivated throughout the project. And the best thing for me is to sit back, play a game, watch a movie, watch a series, anything to be it's everything that is creative that you're consuming or seeing isn't dependent on you. Mm -hmm. It's from somebody else that took that hard time, that hard work and actually finished their project and let the entire world see it. And that's what really keeps me motivated to continue to create videos because I know at least one person loves my content or loves my videos to the point where they are inspired to do something on their own or with their own uh, aspects of what they want to do. So that's usually the the go-to process of uh, yeah. being motivated throughout this whole thing. Yeah, um, and to follow up on that uh, with my response to the whole burnout shindig and motivation, not only maintaining it throughout a project, but also having it in the first place and then keeping it till the very end. Um, 2020 was not really a a good year for me in terms of creating content, obviously. Um, there were a bunch of things I wanted to make that I just ended up not having the time for for a bunch of different reasons. Even when I had the motivation to want to create stuff and even when I was working on stuff, like I was buying new things that I would need, like new figures for characters or new set pieces, making dioramas, writing scripts, writing down ideas. I was doing all this pre-production work, gearing up for it. but because of different circumstances, I wouldn't be able to actually dive into it. I wouldn't be able to actually commit the time and effort to work on it. Mm -hmm. And because of that kind of like idle standstill, that's where the doubt sort of creeps in a little bit. Like, is this even good enough? It, like, will this even be worth the wait? Like you're procrastinating and it's not even going to be worth all, all the time that you spent hyping it up uh, like at the end of the line. So it could be a little bit tricky trying to justify and judge what it will uh, what it will take to get you back into the groove. For me, I have very similar answers in terms of like how to like obviously take breaks, um, watch movies, shows, listen to music, play with toys. Yeah, play play with my action figure collection. No, it actually helps. <laughs> yeah, it it really does. I I know I'm I'm, yeah. I'm screwing around. Um, <laughs> In fact, some of my some of my best stop motion ideas came out of just screwing around with action figures. Like, oh yeah, I just want I just want Shazam to lightning dab Captain Marvel through a water tower. <laughs> that's how that started, and I'm very proud of the fact that that's how that started. But yeah, <laughs> for me, burnout is something that I experience quite often because I'm a very busy body, both within the community and beyond it i'm a college student i've i have a job i sometimes have two jobs at the same time i'm a theater kid i'm a filmmaker beyond stop motion i write um also you know just maintaining family and friendships and all of that stuff physical mental spiritual emotional health it, yes it takes a toll on spiritual physical mm. emotional and mental health especially um trying to find a balance between all these different lives. It's why I relate to Daredevil and Spider-Man and Batman so much, because they have that dual life and they're constantly struggling with trying to find the right uh, equilibrium 
between one and the other. Like they don't want to forsake one or have one come at the expense of the other. Um, yeah. For me, burnout, I'm not necessarily the best expert to listen to on this, but I have similar answers to Warren. Like sometimes you just got to take a step back, take a breath, look at what you're doing and why it matters. Um, maybe mm. rewatch the things that, or uh, go back to the sources of inspiration that got you there in the first place. Um, so if a movie mm. inspired you to want to create a certain stop motion, like that's kind of what led to Nomad's inception, uh, listening to Jeremy Renner's song and then watching Civil War into Infinity War and saying, hey, what the hell happened between that gap of time? Like, and also, mm. like, uh, like if you weren't satisfied with something you saw in, like, media, that could also kind of, like, just the sheer stubborn, like, I can do it better. Like, <laughs> like the canon is wrong. Like, for me, I was, I was, I was cheesed by the fact that I felt that, uh... There's so much potential. kind of... Steve kind of got over that emotional trauma, almost killing Tony real quick. Like you almost cut off yeah. your man's uh, head right there with the yeah. shield. Like his father <laughs> made that shield and you almost decapitated him. Like that's his yeah. son. So I, I thought that like, oh, well that kind of partly inspired the whole reason why I want to continue the story of Nomad. Like I want to dive more into the trauma. And I think that that story needs to be told. And because I already started that, the work is left unfinished. And that's kind of a good way to motivate yourself back into mm -hmm. doing something. If you started something, maybe working in baby steps. Like for me, I like to do little trailers first. Like I'm known as the trailer guy who never actually gets to releasing the actual <laughs> project. Uh, <laughs> Mexico City, Bats and V Danvers, Mind Games, you name it, I've done it. Um, but starting out with a teaser trailer or starting out with a small like promo or preview and getting a gauge for how people are invested in that, maybe seeing if people want to see that, that might motivate you to wanting to overcome your burnout. People are, people are going to like it no matter how hard you are on yourself. Like there will always be people who are supportive mm -hmm. of that and people who will want to watch what you're doing, even if they don't think it's your best work. The fact that they know how hard it was to get there, how much time and effort it took mm -hmm. to make that a reality. That's a good way to reinvigorate that sort of drive. And also standing back and watching mm -hmm. what other people are able to do in the same time. Same with Warren, like for 2020, I was kind of out of commission for a bit, uh, partly for my health, partly for time. There were a lot of different reasons, even though I had plans and I had full intention on following through with those plans, I just couldn't and mm -hmm. didn't. Yeah. But in that time, I was able to help Daniel make Under the Dark Episode 1. I was able to help a couple of other creators come up with ideas for what they could do next. And helping them fuel their passion kind of made me want to jump back into the ring. And that's what got me back into YouTube in the first place when I retired for a bit. When I was like really burnt out when my tech was just kind of saying, ha ha, screw you. I was like, all right, well, guess I'm done. Like, there's nothing I can do right now. But because Daniel and other creators were reaching out to me saying, hey, I'd love to hear what you think on this. I'd love to see what you would bring to the table on this. Having that sort of ability to, you know, help someone else out. And that's kind of the idea of Animators Assembled too. Like what we talked right. about in the previous episode. Helping people work on their own projects, whether you be a voice actor, whether you be a writer, helping them with animating or editing. If you can play a part in making that a reality, mm. then 
you could kind of fulfill your own drive to continue to better yourself at the same time as you're bettering other people. Right. So all of those things kind of help me with burnout and maintaining motivation from beginning to end of a project. So existing media or talking to other people or helping other people, taking time away if I need to, um, working on other things, diving into some other hobbies. If you have other things that you do, such as writing, acting, uh, drawing, artwork, um, straight up just collecting and uh, indulging in your <laughs> indulging in your consumption of plastic goods. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> ah, yes, Hasbro, I must consume. <laughs> like, you know, like there are a bunch of ways that you can overcome burnout. And if you're still struggling, if you still can't quite overcome that, maybe you just need a good idea. Maybe you need something to give you that inspiration to, you know, maybe you were working on something, but you need to do something else first. Maybe you need to work on something completely different before you can get to that. Uh, For me, it was like, all right, um, I'm going to work on Bassivy Danvers. Then the Unraveled contest came out. I'm like, I'm tired of Bassivy Danvers. Let's do Nomad. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, there were a couple of different things that you could do, like substitute for another project. I mean, Warren, you did Superior Spider-Man. That was a collaboration with someone else asking you, hey, could you like, could you participate in this? Could you make this happen? And that was a that was like a nice breath of fresh air, like a change of pace um, from what you yeah. were doing at the time, what you already had in the pipeline. And sometimes having new ideas in addition to your old ones can reinvigorate your passion for all of the above. So that's my answer for all of that and uh daniel <laughs> that was flawless well yeah <laughs> I, I guess i was just gonna point out how yeah maybe it's harder to come up with said ideas and working on something and not to make this all about under the dark again but under the dark was in the works for five years and having that only crutch essentially to propel everything else your workload the people you talk to and the ideas spawn from that all revolve around this one project that you've been like painstakingly trying to perfect it's i understand how easy the passion just dissipates and i understand how quickly the ability to want to work on it just falters and i know that it's easier said than done to pick yourself up but you got to understand that that's what, like Michael said, we're advertising a- animators assembled because this community of people, they can be so distant from each other. And when you're so distant, yet so familiar, that plants a negative outlook seed. Like my biggest doubt for Under the Dark when it was coming out was, is this going to be good enough? Will people even care about a story that doesn't have Batman, though Batman's in the title? Will people care about this this trilogy that's fully concluded? And... As big as those doubts were, the the biggest takeaway that I could have ever gotten from it was people on the other side want to hear about what you have to offer. They want to see it. And when you are so crowded by thoughts and discouragement from other people who might not even know what you do, the server is there to remind you that th- there are people here who know exactly what you're going through. And there are people here who have been through what you've been through. And have felt what you felt and have been discouraged like you've been discouraged 
but at the end of the day people like warren have been able to crank out content as he's been as as consistent as he has been for the past couple of months with this superior spider-man series people like michael who's currently working on a little certain something that I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about hey, right hey, now. Hey, NDA, NDA. <laughs> point is, Watch it, point is, there is always there's always a better outcome through in that struggle. Like there's always, yeah. Again, so many different obstacles in your way preventing you from making the best thing that you could possibly make. The biggest doubts of Under the Dark became the biggest things to have been proud of for for you know not only been. Uh, commended by other people but also been kind of refreshing for the animation the animation game so i've been told that people have a longing essentially for what you have to offer and it's not just you don't have to stop at a place where it's like i'm done with this idea you know you could have that sing singularity that drives you forward for the for five years ten years however long it might be people want to hear it people need to hear your ideas because if you're not going to make it no one else is and we're just here kind of we're just kind of lingering in in the void just waiting on waiting on what we have to we have to make but only you can be you and only you can make what you can make and so that was my motivation coming out of the 5 year waiting period of under the dark and i i do i wish it didn't take as long as it did yes i would have absolutely loved to have expedited that process no, that's a good drinking story. I but don't know what you're talking about. I know. I know. <laughs> Go it to is. the bar with your buddies and be like, hey, yo, do it I... took me five years, but I did it. Exactly. <laughs> do I wish that was shorter? Absolutely. But there is, again, there were people who were, who were just, who counted on me to make it happen. And believe it or not, there are people counting on you to make the project that you're sitting on or have been sitting on for the longest time and that need your stories, maybe now more than ever. And I just, you know, it, it's so, it's so fulfilling. It's, it's amazing. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm so, so indebted to the people who've just, who've always been there. Yeah. Um, burnout can be an internal mind game. You have this own internal monologue where you're questioning whether or not it's what you're doing is worth the wait, whether or not it's good enough. Yet, if you let that stop you, who knows if who knows what people will actually think or what they more likely than not they're going to be excited to see what you're doing or they're going to at least appreciate it even if they disagree with it or if they don't think it's your best work right there comes a time and there comes a situation where you could either be creating the content that nobody is expecting you to make and then all of a sudden it might be exactly what they're looking for or you'll guess you'll never know I guess we'll never know. Like you might never get to see what people will think or what you won't know if you don't try. Exactly. Like, um, you have to make that first step. Yeah. You have to, you have to acknowledge the fact that like Daniel said, if you don't make it, nobody else will. Even if there are a bunch of people working on the same character, such as like Spider-Man or Logan or any character, take your pick Batman. Yeah. There are a bunch of characters that a lot of people could tell stories with, but None of those videos are going to be the same. They're all going to have a unique exactly. fingerprint. They're all going to have a unique style. And only you can do it the way that you can. I'm going to quote Spider-Verse. How do I know I'm not going to screw it up again? You won't. It's a leap of faith. And eventually, it'll work out. You just got to... Again, the first step is the biggest step. Exactly. It's, 
it could be so it's very it's indescribable what the feeling is mm -hmm. when you can overcome those mental and even physical blockades and barricades and barriers even from the people you care about the most you know like people will people will shut your idea down but if it's it's your idea it'll ever be your idea and only you can make it and even you can acknowledge when an idea might not be good enough like you might say it out loud you're like yeah, that that was kind of stupid. Like, why would I have Shazam dance in the middle of a subway? I mean, but th there's ultimately there's there's a lot of different ways that you can combat this burnout, this mental struggle that everyone who's working creatively will eventually come across, whether it be just a simple creative block or writer's block. Or if you're going through full on burnout and you're just tired and worn to the bone and you just don't know where to go from there there's a whole bunch of different ways you can combat that and overcome that and make something that maybe the world needs to see or might want to see mm. but they won't know unless if you put your best foot forward and take that leap of faith and try yeah. anything else you'd like to add to this conversation uh warren i'm just surprised at the amount of time that it has been since i've known you guys and this is i believe the first time you got me to shut up and not be inspiring and actually be that within your own right <laughs> this, this this like everything you guys said i couldn't have said better i i am genuinely happy that you guys are seeing hindsight 2020 just vision seeing everything and it's 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 really good to see i i i have nothing else to say i am i am truly in awe of what you guys have said here today oh thanks warren that i i have nothing nothing to add <laughs> this, i'm just i'm just hearing warren be like willie walker right now you get nothing good day sirs <laughs> <laughs> and the so, best part about it is we've all been in this shit together you know like we've all experienced burnout and and discouragement and depression and mental roadblocks that make you stumble along the way and make you trip maybe even yeah. make you fall but we're still here you know we're still pushing yeah. we're thriving be, be it as it may at the end of the day we're just we're just a couple of creators doing what we love and it's always going to be tough but there are no better days without the bad ones you can't appreciate you can't appreciate a great outcome without a a horrible experience and the only way that you can uh relish in those moments and really truly appreciate what you've been able to make is when you see how far you've come I'll deadass rip off Transformers here. No sacrifice, no victory. <laughs> you real like <clears throat> being a creator is not an easy task. It is not something that not everyone is cut out to be a creator. Everyone has the ability to be a creator, but not everyone might have the stamina or motivation to maintain that willpower. Or they might not have that desire to just keep on work keep on keeping on just keep on working yeah and grinding and getting to it it's it's a leap of faith it's a lot of blood sweat and tears time and effort money there are a lot of sacrifices yeah. that go into 
being any kind of creator in any kind of field, whether it be animation or a performing field like an actor or, you know, writing, singing, dancing, editing, animating, live action filmmaking, uh, artwork. There are so many different creative outlets and there are so many different ways you can tell a story. And there's so many things that can prevent you from getting that story told. There's so many things that could hold you back and stop you. And it, it can suck. It can be difficult. Sometimes it might get the best of you. But nothing will feel better than when you can cross over that bridge, make it to the other side, and look back and see just how far you've come and how much further there is to go. It's such a good feeling knowing, yes, I did this. I made this. And there are so many other people who helped make this a reality that I couldn't have done it without. And there's so many people who are now maybe inspired or appreciating the work that maybe I've done. Maybe the work that you do might inspire the future mm -hmm. generations. Like Warren and I both talked about the fact that um, we saw stop motions online. Other creators in the past oh, yeah. created content, and that's what mm -hmm. inspired us to be here today. And hopefully, hopefully, we will leave some kind of legacy where the future generations yes. of artists, no matter what field they may come from, will get to find that source and find that place where they can be themselves and express themselves and tap into a medium where they can just relish and thrive. It won't be easy, but it's not impossible. Life is good, but it can be better. <laughs> and boy, is it heckin' worth it. And I think it, it'll be worth our, it. Our relationship is a testament to that because so many things will be birthed out of your struggles. So many great things will be birthed from bad things. And make no mistake, Project 422 Films and Stealth Abot and War TV 14 were all recipients of the crappy days. We all, we all, we all get knocked down, but it's not how hard you hit the mat; it's how you get back up. I was going to say Eminem line. <laughs> I, I compensate with my daredevil, uh, my daredevil line, like already. Backup like, plan. It's just like you know what? If, if all else fails, just hit him with a daredevil quote. Well, um, <laughs> I think we covered basically everything that we wanted to talk about tonight, and more. Well, um. And more, and a lot more, actually. So yeah. uh, with that being said, we are going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the previous episode, as well as this one. Uh, Warren, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Warren. Guest. Let's, let's thank hear you for from him. Yeah, no problem, no problem. This is really fun. And uh, to, to close out, uh, Daniel is going to perform an interpretive dance for all of us. So... Uh, here, I'm going to do an interpretive dance of where I've been for the past five years before posting Under the Dark. Ready? And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Uh, but yeah, y'all, um, if you have any questions or comments, if you have any suggestions for what you'd like to see us talk about, who you'd like to see us bring in for future installments of this podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out in our comments section, reach out in our DMs, Follow our social media. It's been up on the screen for probably this entire time. Uh, you could follow each of our socials. All of them are listed with their little logos. There's stuff in the description of the video. Join below. the Discord server. Join the Discord server where you can talk <laughs> with us one-on-one. -on -one. We are going to be having a couple of other uh, 
on the fly sort of events, watching movies, shows, playing games, uh, creating karaoke. content, playing games, karaoke. There's a bunch of things that we're trying to do to build up this community in order to overcome our individual burnout, find each other's inspiration, motivation. You can play a part in that by joining the Discord server with us. Mm-hmm. So don't hesitate to reach out to us through our media, uh, through the content we create, through our social media, or joining the Discord server and talking to us one-on-one. But yeah, that's all that really needs to be said. So uh, thank you all so much for listening and tuning thank in you. wherever you might be, whenever. Yeah, this uh, is dope. We love you all. <laughs> I hope you have a great day or night, depending on whenever the hell you're listening to this. <laughs> Did we get it, Michael? Is that? <laughs> I-, I think. Uh, cut the check. <laughs>